Welcome to FAQ, the show about theme park design that is actually smart. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the man with the flan, Pan, Jim Murphy! I don't know if that intro technically qualifies for this episode. Um, yeah. Given the history of what we're going to talk about, yep. I don't know if that technically qualifies. Because I definitely remembered what we're talking about. As we're starting the up, in fact, don't even say what it is, and we I'll figure it out along the way. Well, I kind of have to because it is not an attraction. It is uh, Disney Springs. That's what we're talking. About. Oh fuck yeah! Now that I can, now this I can talk about. <laughs> um, so the like it has a buck wild history for like what they wanted it to be. And how horrible that worked. The thing I didn't remember to look up, I'll get to it later. Okay, so originally, Disney had all that land, and there's like, okay, um, people aren't sticking around because they only had one park in the 70s. And so they're like, well, people aren't sticking around. And so in 75, they opened the Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village. I'll just give you a minute. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm sorry. I just felt it was inappropriate to be <laughs> talking about Disney Springs without whiskey in my hand. So I did have to go get some whiskey. <laughs> but okay, so Disney only had one park in the '70s, and they're like, people aren't really sticking around. They're going to Gatorland or whatever. And so they built the Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village because their idea was that kind of the area where Saratoga Springs is now and what was like the Disney Institute was that they were going to put like housing. Like basically what Celebration is or was is what they were going to, they were going to put that over there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that didn't work out because the the city of like, I guess the area around uh, whatever that is like just didn't didn't go for it. Yeah, uh, that the original shopping village was it's basically like the area between like or uh, like Lime Garage and like the like that, like the village part, the marketplace part. It's like that. That was basically it. Yeah, that's all it was. And th- it had like a pharmacy and like a general store and like a I think you could get tobacco and wine and I think there was a pet store. I don't know if I said that. No, I think it said far. Yeah, there was like it was like shopping, like like normal shopping. Yeah, and that's it. And uh, eventually, it got renamed to just like the Walt Disney World Village. Okay. And then uh, Eisner came through the door in in the early eighties and was like, "Okay, like we have this area where people shop, but not a lot, not a lot of people really went over there because it was still it was just like basic." stuff right and uh and also um they were losing a lot of uh like late night visitors to church street station 
And so they built Pleasure Island in 89. It opened the same day that MGM Studios opened. Now, what was Church Street Station? Which one was that? Church Street Station was in Orlando. It was in downtown Orlando. And it was basically like what Pleasure Island was, but in downtown Orlando. Like it was a bunch of dance clubs. Yeah. That were, that were, I think it was like in an old bus station or on an old, or like they took a street and like covered it, like, like in, uh, it was just like a bunch of dance clubs that were connected like pedestrian walkway style. Hell and you yeah. pay you pay you pay like one entry one fee to get in and then you could dance all night and drink. That and rips. that's where Pleasure Island came from. My favorite story about Pleasure Island is that it was the it was like an old uh sailboat type place that mm-hmm. they had that like that had become um like lost in time or like had been left to rot and then disney like quote-unquote found it and then rebuilt it as this as a nightclub district oh no no that's um when i worked at disney springs that's legit like as we walked around they were like these boathouses here represent the sailors who used to live here and then this area represents like certain architecture that they wanted to represent at that time that's more Disney Springs. This is like just Pleasure Island because <laughs> also at that time they were building the Grand Floridian. And in the story of Pleasure Island, the Grand Floridian is actually the founder of Pleasure Island's like honeymoon cottage. <laughs> that sucks. Thing. Uh, his name was Meriwether Adam Pleasure. That was his name. That's going to be my um, name whenever I can afford the <laughs> documentation. Uh, if you want, I didn't write down what everything was supposed to be, but I wrote down a good, like, eight or nine of them. The, uh, what is now the Paddlefish was originally when, uh, when Downtown Disney was there, was the Empress Lily. Mm-hmm. So it was named after, it was named after Lily and Disney. And, uh, it was, according to the signage nearby, it was actually the, and I don't know what this means, uh, but it was the Floating Arts Palace. <laughs> okay all of, right of of, ple- of merryweather pleasures like sale and factory whatever uh the portobello steakhouse the or the yacht portobello whatever the hell that 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 restaurant was called was actually supposed to be the like the pleasure house like the family house okay um, pl- pleasure house has a completely different <laughs> meaning they yeah. know that yeah. right well that brings me to mannequins which you've never went into, but it's a woof boy. Mannequins was a thing. Mannequins was supposed to be the canvas fabrication plant for the for like the the uh, factory. There was a fireworks factory on Pleasure Island, and that is also what it apparently was for reals in like the twenties, whenever this island supposedly existed. the uh, The comedy warehouse was a power station. Yeah. Uh, Doodles, which I don't remember, but I think that was one of the other clubs back in the day, was a machine shop. The Rock and Roll Beach Club, which I was in, was apparently the site of a what they referred to on the plaques as Building X, which held essentially a flying machine that this guy had supposedly built, like Howard Hughes style. Okay. That he flew one time and then no one ever saw again. <laughs> um... There was a store called Yesteryears that was supposed to be a um um like a uh, a chancellery I think is what my my notes my uh. shittily my poor notes and uh, um 
And Videopolis East, which I think when I was there was called Eight Tracks, was uh, an artificial intelligence lab. And if you've ever been in uh, Eight Tracks, you would know that is not the case based on the clientele <laughs> that visited Eight Tracks. Yeah, Eight Tracks. You know the wall that they used for like the oh, this is really this is way before your time. Did you, have you ever watched the, the, any clips from the MTV show Remote Control? I'm aware of it, but I haven't. And at the end, at the end, they would have like a wall of video of uh, TVs that would show videos, and, but like some of them would be sideways and upside down, and the person had to guess them all. Yeah, that's kind of how the inside of uh, a tracks was. It was just like a wall of video, a wall of screens showing like a ton of different different videos. Yeah, that's a horror show. Jesus. You know what? They weren't all different. It was like, oh, they're playing Beat It, so we're gonna play Beat It, but it's gonna be on like 75 screens or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. That's like I love pleasure, and there was the Adventures Club and stuff, which is awesome. And that's um, that's a so whole, yeah, that opened. That's a whole other episode. Just the Adventures yeah. Club in general. Yeah, the uh, so that was when the uh, the Disney Springs area was changed from the like the it was called the Walt Disney World Village. It became the Disney Village Marketplace. Now I think this is around the time when. Like, I'm not getting into the Disney Institute thing, but, like, college program kids could use those tree houses, and that still makes me angry to this day. Mm-hmm. Because I would have totally killed to do that. Uh, it did not become... So, the World of Disney Store didn't open until 96, which, when I went in 94, I guess it was 94, I think, uh, I remember very vividly going to the Village marketplace and going into a big disney store that was like hey souvenirs and i remember seeing a mickey mouse that like wouldn't fit in this room i was in like it's like i remember seeing like a 10 foot tall mickey mouse that like i guess you could buy but i think it was like thousands of dollars i don't know if i just dreamed that or if it's like a weird like oprah memory i have where it didn't actually happen and i just think it did um, but that opened in 96. It, it wasn't officially called Downtown Disney until uh, September of 97, which was when the West Side opened. Like the next week is when like House of Blues, the movie theater. I think that's like, I think that's why they're spending so much money, like completely destroying the West Side and trying to rebuild it now. It's because it's like it doesn't fit into anything really well it's just like hey it's food trucks and a movie theater that we can't hide yeah, yeah and a cigar shop that you can smell from six miles away oh, it's so beautiful i love it um i don't know a lot about the whole disney springs thing except that it opened in 2015 like i know that it's supposed to be like a town i guess yeah, yeah, it was like an old fishing place, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's the um, the marketplace, the landing, town center, and the west side. Which I feel like there should be other things in there, but I don't know what those would be, really. Yeah, I mean, I I wish I could remember everything, but I'm fairly sure I was hungover to hell the day of my orientation at Disney Springs, so I don't exactly remember everything. The thing I, I, I guess I, I, I know that you don't like it, but I'm Orange Garage forever. Uh, although I have not parked in Pineapple, so I don't know what that experience is like. Oh shit, I haven't either. I guess Pineapple's new. 
Yeah, pineapples across the street. That's the worst part. Oh, no. Well, I'm either Lime or I'm uh, across the street in the employee parking where I used to park just so I could get a little bit of nostalgia for when I walk across that massive bridge. It's just usually now when I go to Disney Springs, I will not, when I leave, want to walk across a massive bridge. You have, like, since you never, like... Did you ever experience downtown Disney before the garages ever? No, not at all. It was terrible. <laughs> because their surface level parking was absolutely 100% not large enough. Yeah. For it like it it would be like if that was the parking lot for Epcot. <laughs> Jesus. Like, like it's very it gets very bad. Like I would, we would go to Pleasure Island, and it was like, "Oh, you're going to be parking six feet from the road." Yeah, like you're going to go into the parking lot, you're going to start at the front, and by the time you find a space, you're going to be back out by the road parked. Mm-hmm. Which again made it real easy to find your car, but boy, did that walk suck. And the thing is, like, they wanted it to be used by everybody, and it, and then when it was, they're like, "Oh crap, this is." Bad. It's the Disney, it's the Disneyland AP problem. It's like, oh no, oopsie boopsies. Yeah. We should have made more space into this, but they didn't have any. I like, uh, have, have you, have you ever taken the boat? I guess if you've never stayed at, uh, French Quarter or, or Port Orleans or whatever, I guess no, you wouldn't what? have taken the boat. If you, if you, if you stay at Port Orleans, Riverside or French Quarter, they have a boat. It's called the, Oh crap, I cannot remember the name of it. It's got a weird name, but you can you can go out and there's a dock and the dock takes you down to Disney Springs, like the my boat. And the thing is you look at it on a map and you're like, that's not very far, and then you actually ride the boat and it feels like it takes an hour to Jesus. ride that boat down the river. Because it goes very slow. It's like I mean, it's like the friendship boats or whatever. But imagine riding the friendship boats from the outside of Epcot to the Magic Kingdom, because that's what it fucking feels like. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a that was and and the thing is, what sucks about those boat that boat? I've loved it; it was a fun little ride. But they take you down to like next to like Rainforest Cafe, basically over there is where they drop you off. Not not and not even on that side of the water. I think it's on the other. It's on the other side by like Once Upon a Toy and the Christmas and uh. And stuff. So it's like you, you are the farthest from everything when you get off that boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is terrible. <laughs> well, here's uh, the one piece of Scotty expertise. I'll give a few good cocktail recommendations right now. Obviously, I've made it known that the greatest cocktail of all time is the Leather and Tweed, available at the Edison. The only cocktail I did pay the bartender thirty dollars to give me the recipe for. Um, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar is great. Steal all of the fucking um, coasters that you can because they're gorgeous. And for me, a whiskey boy, um, the Mayor's Reserve is uh, amazing. It's uh, Woodford Reserve bourbon, blackberry brandy, simple syrup, lemon juice, or get the Hail Marty, which as far as I can see is just straight bourbon whiskey with ice, which fuck yes. The leather and tweed sounds like if uh, the people behind Postmodern Jukebox made a rap group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
if you go to home if you go to homecoming get the um moonshine the uh sweet tea moonshine it tastes just like sweet tea until you're uh, face down on the concrete and uh let's that's see. why i don't drink is for those exact reasons yeah and then if you go to uh the boiling at splitsville they do have just a fishbowl they fill up with alcohol and give to you so just pick one of those cocktails and you, let me put it this way you won't care what you ordered by the end of it <laughs> you will be perfectly fine um but yeah those are probably yeah I miss so before Splitsville was a bowling alley. Do you know what? Do you know what was in the previous occupation spot of Splitsville? Uh, well, hold on, real quick. Uh, my those are the four of the five places I drink. The fifth one is what I consider a hidden gem, and it is the bar at the AMC Theater, which actually rips ass. Go there as well. Uh, well Do you have to buy a ticket to go to the AMC Theater bar? I don't think so, actually, now that I think about it. I don't think so. Oh, also, uh, the lava flow at T-Rex is uh, basic but good. One of my one of my college program roommates would go to AMC and, like, basically ask as politely as he could to just be allowed into the theater wings like where the theaters were without a ticket because he wanted to go to their arcade and play their arcade and play dance dance revolution. <laughs> I remember those times. Um, the best drunk experience of that AMC theater was when Blake Tanner and myself, when he visited one time did go see the captain underpants movie <laughs> while so fucking faded just ridiculously drunk off our asses and as the movie pr- continued i would lean over to blake and whisper yes or no i wouldn't tell him what the question was and then he'd just say yes and then i would get up and then go buy another cocktail and then we would just go <laughs> match for match throughout the whole thing um was the theater full and, oh well, no it was captain underpants like that was not okay. a Big film. But, but I'm saying, was it full enough to where you were obviously out of place? Oh, absolutely. Where you would be, where you would be, you would be getting side-eyed from other people. In the oh, 110% absolutely we were out of place. But yeah, I, I saw two films in those theaters, and I've, I've ex- I think I've explained both of them. One was Ballistic, the film Ballistic. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would, I would kill, like, I don't know who made it. I want them to be in pain all the time because that was terrible. And I saw Punch Drunk Love. I've seen in that theater. a lot at that theater. I saw Kong Skull Island. I saw Logan, I believe. I saw the Ninja Turtle movie, what had Seamus in it. I saw, um, I saw the, without seeing Force Awakens, I went to see Last Jedi because I was so drunk that I was afraid to get on an airplane and we had two hours to blow. So we just went to see The Last Jedi and I did fall asleep mid movie. I was that so- done with it. So, where Splitsville used to be, do you know what was there before Splitsville? I do do not, Jim Murphy. Thank you. What? (laughs) It was a Virgin Records megastore. That And it was, like, my favorite place to go because the first floor was like, hey, 
here's CDs. Here's thousands and thousands of CDs. And then the second floor, for some reason, had books. Yeah. And I would go up there and look at, like, I bought some weird-ass books up there that I probably don't even still own. I probably gave them to, like, charity. Just terrible, terrible. Me- like, they, I mean, they had every music book you could possibly think of. Yeah, yeah. But I think I bought a book that was, like, a fictional... Uh, it was, like, basically, like, a fictional book about, like, a band's, like, Rise and Fall. But I don't even know if I ever actually read more than, like, the first ten pages, because it was just so bad. It was called That Was Spinal Tap. That was it. <laughs> the book was called Powder. I do yes. know. It was and called... it had nothing to do with the movie. It was called Push, a novel by Sapphire. <laughs> Is there... What would you consider your hidden gem of Disney Springs? Like, the place you always have to go. Oh, it's closed now, so... Oh, what was it? Oh, obviously it was... Um, And now the name's gone. Uh, Pop, The Pop Gallery was obviously... The, oh, yeah, Pop Gallery was huge. Um, And now it's closed. I'm very sad. I, <sighs> I got I got much art yeah. um, from there. I met one of the artists, and they signed all my stuff, and it was awesome. For me, um, Disney... Sp- Although my, my, wife, my wife bought art in there. Yeah. Like the, we went in one time and there was this guy in there and he's like, oh yeah, this is my art. And uh, my wife was like, oh, that's cool. And she bought a piece from him and it was like 30 bucks or whatever. And he like signed it and all that stuff. And then like two years later, or maybe it was the next year, but I think it had been like two years. We went in there and the same guy was in there again. And wow. my wife was like, oh, I'm going to buy something else from this. Cause like, I like it. It's really nice. And he was like, oh, I remember you. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think you do, dude. But that's creepy if you do, even a little <laughs> bit. The fact that you would be willing to say that is just creepy. And the fact that he was kind of creepy. Like, he wasn't Marty McFly's dad creepy. But he was pretty creepy. Like, he wasn't Crispin Glover creepy, but he was, like, on the spectrum. Well, I've got two hidden gems, I think. One is uh, just wait outside of orange garage because some shit will happen eventually <laughs> i watched a I, and i feel so bad for this outside of orange it was on orange garage because i was going to get my art for that artist to sign i watched a guy like like the stairs were wet and he took a slide where it was one of those things like a cartoon character where his feet hit like four different or five different steps yeah, yeah. before he went down and like he effed, like he effed up his wrist or something and his ankle. Jesus! Like, like cops were there. He had to fill out forms. Like they felt terrible for this dude because he just was like walking along and like 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 a xylophone should have played with it as he fell. Like well, it was that <laughs> kind of level of cartoon zaniness. I was, and I felt <laughs> terrible for him. I wasn't meaning because dumbasses are gonna fuck up in the streets. I mean because. I saw a rap battle happen, like a, a like, <laughs> like it was supposed to happen, like it was a, a rap group that Disney Springs hired to come in. A rap group. I've talked numerous times about Homeboy with his traveling piano, that just like he's got a piano on a go kart and he will just fuck about and have fun. 
on a go-kart. It's not a go-kart. That's... It's it's a moving platform with a piano on it, and he just kind of yeets himself around playing music. And one time I walked up, and he was playing Uptown Funk, and I asked him <laughs> to walk with me as far as he could until I got to my job at T-Rex, and he did. He followed me, <laughs> so I had a fun little soundtrack that day. Uh, but that's one of my hidden gems. The other one is there is a lot of food options at Disney Springs. Numerous food options at Disney Springs, but none of them, not one, has held a candle to Blaze Pizza. And I know Blaze Pizza <laughs> is everywhere. I know it's a, a fucking chain, but it's off of the chain. Blaze Pizza fucking <laughs> rules. It's like, I remember, because it's in bigger cities, and me being just a small town city boy, rem- I can remember coming home and just being like, guys! It's like Subway for but for pizza. It's fucking amazing. That's why I like Moe's, honestly. Yeah, it's like Subway but for tacos. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, I always recommend get you. This is how a night of drinking with Scotty Moore begins. Get Blaze Pizza. Get as much of it in your stomach as possible, so you have carbs waiting to absorb what you're about to do to your body. And then go do Edison first because you, that's when you're going to want to enjoy the alcohol and do Splitsville last because you're probably not going to fully be down with it, but it will be a fishbowl filled with tequila and you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any other like quote unquote hidden hidden gems of there's that cool soap place i don't know if it's still open or not what uh basin yeah basin <laughs> basin? basin rips i love basin i see i like the Arebus brothers but they're like in the parks too yeah yeah, yeah. and i guess even no i, I honestly mean, don't the, think there are many quote-unquote the, the store gems. that's called like elephant something Oh, I've got it's no in, idea. You know, in, inside the inside the um, like the pavilion where it's like eight stores in a building. That inside there, there's like a place that all they sell is like kitschy like decor and signs that have like "Live, Laugh, Love" on them. But for some reason, I'm just like tickled pink every time I walk by there, even though the signs look like they were made for like five dollars. And then you flip the sign over, and it's like six hundred and thirty dollars. And you're like, that's bullshit. That's the thing I don't like about Town Center is every store you feel you you feel too poor to walk into all of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so it's like what are these doing here? No one's going to pay $130 for sandals. Get the fuck out. I like Uniqlo. Uniqlo is the bomb for Oh, Uniqlo store. rules. Um I did realize well firstly, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Sprinkles, is that what it's called? The place with the cupcake ATM? Yes. Look, everyone's going to want the cupcake. The hidden gem there is you get the cupcake milkshake, which is where they just yeet a whole cupcake into a milkshake and give it to you. I was going to say Captain Crunch ice cream. Oh, yeah, that too. No, the best part about the cupcake milkshake is the fact that uh, it does not blend at all. So basically, when you get done with your milkshake, you do have just a cupcake waiting for you at the, the bottom uh, of it. I, I enjoy the gelato place that's near Raglan Road. I think it's near Raglan Road. Yes. It's down. It's technically that corner. I, th- I think that corner is where, like, where Raglan Road is, I think, is where the Rock and Roll Beach Club was. Yeah. yeah. I think. And so, like, I remember being on that corner when it was just like, because... 
Pleasure Island had some stores, okay? <laughs> Pleasure Island had some weird... Like, you know how in Hollywood Studios there's a store called Mickey's of Hollywood that's like... It's kind of like a jokey... like It's like joking on Fredericks of Hollywood, the lingerie store. Yeah, Pleasure Island had Jessica's of Hollywood that was like Jessica Rabbit, and it was a lingerie store, <laughs> basically. I did. You did just remind me, by the way, that I lied when I said nothing beats pizza from Blaze because the greatest steak I ever had in my life was from Raglan Road. And I will say, go to Ra- like if you got money to blow, Raglan Road, a hundred percent the way to go. You just sit down in Boathouse. your house. No, fuck you. What's what? I still want to. I still want to take the boat. Does, I still want to take the car boat. Does the, the boat car? Does the boathouse have? Irish drinking songs that you can sing along to as you consume your whiskey and eat your meats. No, it does not. Raglan Road fucking rips. It's so good. And then also, if you don't want to pay money there and want a cheaper experience, you go around the side and then they have their outdoor dining area, which is a completely separate restaurant where they have frozen Bailey's milkshakes that are delicious and like sandwiches to nosh on. Raglan Road takes care of you no matter where you're at, baby. I simp for Raglan Road. I'm sorry. I love it. You you would. I mean, I've never eaten at Raglan Road, but uh, it's more because uh, when I I hate to say this, but when I go to Disney, it's like I got the money to go to like one nice place. Yeah, and it's hard sometimes to really like narrow that down. I mean, like it's fucking. Have you been in there at least? Been in there and gotten to. Oh, you will I've walked by <sighs> it. It's not like I've 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 been on like I've been. Outside of every inch of Disney Springs, I've probably walked every. They got street, people but... clogging. They got people say, singing fucking. Uh, uh, why can't I remember the name of the song right now? Hole <laughs> in the bog. Rattling bog. That's what it was. I had to sing Rattling bog to remember it, but it's Rattling bog singing that shit, doing dances. Shit on screen. Everyone's singing. It's just like that fucking scene in the Titanic where a bunch of drunk Irish children are having fun on the bottom of the boat before they die. Raglan Road rules. We should do top five Disney restaurants on one of the episodes one of of these days. Disney ranked. Blaze Pizza. Blaze Pizza, baby. It's very, very good. We tried. I, I think we eat there once every time. And if they ever did that thing where I could get that ordered and brought to my hotel room, I would totally do that. Yeah. Um, and then also, we would be remiss since we're about to run out of time. It does feel right that the main event is to talk about the greatest establishment, not for food, but just the greatest establishment in Disney Springs. Cirque du Soleil. No. The Lego store? No. Chicken guy, motherfucker. <laughs> chicken guy. I actually was... Because I've never... I don't think I ever went into the Planet Hollywood. Yeah. But, like, they said that, like, Forrest Gump's boat was in the Planet Hollywood or outside of it or something. And I'm like, never seen that. Want to Kind of want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just... I remember when we were renovating the office... At one point, because I had curtains drawn out very, very far, so far, in fact, that it was covering up 
the fucking chicken guy menu that I brought home and thumbtacked onto my wall. So as I was <laughs> pulling shit down, getting ready to paint, just this visage of death stared upon me of the 32 different sauces you could get for Fieri's nugs. We have a close simulcrum to a chicken guy here in Oxford. It's called Twisted Tenders. You want chicken? <laughs> you want chicken? And do you want sauce? Good. Do you want anything else? Go fuck yourself. We are Twisted <laughs> Tenders. That's all we serve. Uh, well, Jim, any... I did, I did uh, once bef- um, before... Back when it was still service parking and it didn't have the, the garages, I did get stuck at the light coming out of the west side for like 20 minutes. Jesus H. It Christ. never turned green. It literally wouldn't turn green. And I was trying to go to park at the marketplace. I was trying to go down and park at the marketplace because I didn't want to walk. And eventually, I just we just said, screw it. And we went back to our hotel and I went to the front lobby and was like, hey, um, you probably can't do anything about this, and it might even be fixed by now because it's been like 15 minutes. But this particular light had been red for like 20 minutes. Oh my god! Like, could could you call somebody? And the woman's like, "I can try." <laughs> and I don't know if she ever did because I feel like like because from from my uh, time working at Disney, I knew that there was at least a possibility she could pick up a phone and dial a four-digit number and get somebody on the phone about something. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I wanted to pay attention, but what the fuck? Twisted Tenders isn't a real restaurant. What? Is it a, is it a fever dream you had? <laughs> no, it's just Logan's Roadhouse Chicken with different sauces they sell to you. Is it one of those things like, uh... Like the Chuck E. Cheese selling its pizza, but as a different thing? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently so. Well... So what? Did you not go to a restaurant? Did you just order that on, like, DoorDash? DoorDash? Yeah, DoorDash Twisted Tendies. <laughs> and, and I knew, like, because on DoorDash, it shows you where the restaurant is, and I'm like, oh, that's over by Logan's. And every time I drive by Logan's going... I don't see it. Maybe it's behind it or something in that complex. <laughs> Maybe it's in the basement. Who knows where it is? <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, when I there's a restaurant near me that for a while, like the upstairs was more upscale. And then if you but if you went around the back, there was like a basement door you went in and it was like a basement pizza place. It's like a nice Italian restaurant upstairs. And then you went in the back door and it was a giant. uh and it was a, and it was like a pizza ovenny little yeah, yeah. underground pizza place. And I went there one time, and the and the and the person I was with was like, look, like pointed at me to the waitress and was like, yeah, he's never been here before, and so we're gonna like hook him up. And she's like, yeah, that's too bad, we're closing in a month. <laughs> and oh my god! A month later, <laughs> and now I think you can get like the same stuff in the upstairs. I think they just combined the two together, but I don't think you can eat down there anymore. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the the deal. Well, any final words on Disney Springs, Jim Murphy? Uh, Rainforest Cafe is overpriced. <laughs> now, wait, hold on. They also own T-Rex. Don't insult my brand they're like still, that. They're still overpriced. Well, thank you as always. They really fucking are compared to <laughs> based on what I saw in the back of have that place. Seen, have you seen what they did to the one at Disneyland? No, what? 
the the one at Disneyland is like closed, and so they're changing it to like a Star Wars themed um like shopping area, oh. and so they just but because it's not it's not like volcanoy like the one at Disney um, Springs. It's more kind of like the one at Animal Kingdom where it's like it's just like a temple. So they just made it into a Star Wars temple. <laughs> like they just put a bunch of of, elect- of electrical wires and satellite dishes and netting and crap on the outside, and they're like, "That's Star Wars. Let's go." Yeah. Well, uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for donating. You guys keep the lights running around here. We love you guys madly. And if you're here because of another show like Sammy Magic or Fun Fiction, check out Opposite Attractions. It's basically fun fiction, but with theme park rides. We just <laughs> we just make our own fan fiction fucking theme park rides. But until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Opat Show. That's O P P A T T S H O W. Are you down with O P P?